everybody. I'm Clara. Hey, I'm Abby. And welcome to Pretty Legal Nonsense. So this week we do have a guest on with us. This is Taylor. Say hi. Hello, everybody. My name is Taylor Gerard. Not All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was bad. Let's that. I thought you were going to say Taylor Hart Durard. So I got confused. I did too. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it as Taylor Durard because okay. it that's, gets confusing. That's fine. Okay. We okay. can keep that in. I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. So, so Taylor, just for a little bit of context, Taylor is one of our close friends at Lipscomb. And classmates. Yes. And he's also in the LJS program with me and Abby. Mm-hmm. And he actually has been through the foster care system and now works um on nonprofit uh work for foster care for teens correct that is correct yes my nonprofit is called jonathan's path we specialize in teens in foster care so okay so taylor if you don't mind yes so taylor if you don't mind would you want to tell us a little bit about um, your experiences through the foster care system. So my experience in the foster care system started, you know, when I was 13 and I was taken out of my um, biological home. And my first experience was, you know, I was scared. I didn't know where I was going to be that night or where I was going to be the next day. But I did have the satisfaction of knowing I wasn't going to go back home. Home meaning, you know, where I was in the beginning. Um My DCS workers did take me to an office, and I stayed there for a few hours with them, and they talked about, you know, next steps, you know, what, they were getting your story together on what had happened in order for me to to come into the foster care system. And, well, after a few hours, I remember it being, like, really, really late at night. I got put in my first foster home for the night, and we'll just call them the... Jeffersons. Smiths. Oh, okay. The oh. Jeffersons. Like the show? <laughs> I mean, I was moving on up from here, I will say. <clears throat> okay. But yes, definitely, um, I went to their house for like one night, the first night, and um, it was my sister and I. We stayed there for one night, and I remember getting back up at 7 in the morning to go to school, and they said I was going to go to school, but I didn't. Was your sister your only sibling? No. I actually have... Like biological biological siblings. siblings. I have, I have two siblings. I have a biological brother and a bio, full bi- biological brother, full biological sister, a half brother, and another half brother. Okay. So big family. So yes. were all of you put into foster care? No, just my biological sister and I. Okay. Did they try to? Sorry, I'm asking a lot of questions. I it's genuinely, okay. you guys, I don't know anything about the foster care system other than what I've seen from the show The Fosters, which I know is like, oh, no, that's same. like saying I and only like know like surgery from Grey's Anatomy. So That's the only reason. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy was the only reason I was a bio major for a really long time. Oh my God. Fun that's fact. why you switched majors. <laughs> then I started watching Law and Order. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I swear. Sorry, now you just need to watch The Fosters and become a DCS worker. Exactly. I'll just go. change my major again. It's fine. There Social work go. major. Exactly. But um, did were were y'all like kept together? You you and your sister were they trying to keep y'all together? They were trying to keep us together, and they kept us together for another two years. After we you know we went from our first foster home, we stayed there for a few months, and then I went into a um, kind of guardianship with my um, relatives. It was my aunt aunt and uncle. And um, we went to their house for two years, but then that is where my sister kind of stayed, and I moved on to the 
Um, Your sister stayed in the guardian home? She did, yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm following now. You're good. Is she there now? As far as I know, yes. Do you still talk to your sister? Not really. Interesting. We'll unpack that later. (laughs) 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 Wait, okay, so I have a question. Because like I said, all I know about the foster care system comes from TV shows. So sometimes foster care systems, though, are just for like... So in... (laughs) In nine one one, no, like I. This is the best okay. way I can describe this like scenario. So, yeah. there was a ki- there's this family took in a kid, whose mom was in rehab at the time, and then once the mom was out of rehab, she would take like kind of prove that she like could take care of the kid. Yes, and so then the family couldn't adopt this child, but they were planning on adopting it. Does that like? So that the the main plan for when you get put in the foster care system the ultimate goal is um you know going back to your original family Mm -hmm. they always want that they always want you to go back to you know your original family and you know as a loving providing like place Mm -hmm. like setting so they can do that if if say you know part of my story is my parents my bio parents could have well, actually, it's my biological father and my stepmother. But um, they could have gotten my sister and I within the first few weeks because they only had, like, because the case hadn't been, you know, it hadn't manifested itself all the way. So they only had, like, a few classes to go through, mm-hmm. and we would have been right back there. <coughs> mm-hmm. But they didn't do anything. Did you want to go back there? No. Did your sister want to go back there? No. Did I w- I'm kind of curious. How, like, I know... I'm usually sorry, I'm when to get comfortable. Like, okay, I know usually when someone gets put in the foster care system, like they've like usually the parents have been reported. Is that what happened in your case, or like? So in my what case, what brought you? Basically, what I'm asking is like, wh- what brought you in the attention of DCS? So DCS and uh, my family have a yeah good relationship, don't you? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> oh, I'm cool. pretty sure at this point we have our. Um, we have our own shelf, oh, like our own filing cabinet. Dude, I understand you so well. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but ever since my biological I'm just a brother- little file folder, though. It's a yeah. little manila file folder. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> no, no, I've seen mine. This thing is like- You got a full drawer. Like, oh, I just yeah. have a tiny little- in school, and they just like- you Would go like the unroll. Office and just have like all the demerits that yeah. they've ever gotten. No, mine's For just sure. a little like manila folder. It's Mine was huge. Just a couple cases in there. <laughs> Do we want to unpack we'll unpack that. We'll unpack that one later. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with that. <laughs> and Tune we're going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, back to Taylor. <laughs> so, um, what was the question again? How did you end up on DCS's radar? Okay, so... Did someone, r- like, report? Yes, I'm trying to remember what the first one was. Oh, there's multiple. Yes. He said, hey, there's so, a whole file okay. cabinet. Remember? Before, <laughs> like, this there's is, a I'm room, actually. You, you know this those rooms is. that they go into? Oh, yeah. So before we get into that, maybe just for a little bit of context, do you want to say, like, like it's completely up to you, but do you want to say, like, what happened in your biological home to yes. put you on that radar? <clears throat> so the first thing <laughs> was, um, I believe I was in second grade when this happened. So, um... Chris Hart and oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just went ahead and ripped the bandaid off on that one. So my biological father, Chris Hart, and my stepmother Emily Hart, um, they at first would withhold food from my brother and I, and um, 
it then they would find out that we were talking to DCS about, you know, we're not being fed right, which would then lead Did into... the teachers kind of called DCS? Or? Yes, because okay. teachers... Because you were coming to school and saying and that saying you, you're hungry. Sorry, because you were coming to school and saying you weren't being fed. Yes. Gotcha. Um, and then also <laughs> we would come to school with like bruises and stuff on us and cuts and stuff. And um, it ended up, you know, develop our case developed into, you know, an abuse case, a malnourishing case, a neglect case. And eventually, you know, it led to the death of my brother. So is Jonathan's Path named after your brother? Yes, Jonathan's Path is named after my brother. My adoptive mom, Carrie, actually came up to me one day and asked if um, I wanted to do a nonprofit for teens in foster care that don't get homes mm. and if I would want to do it in the name of my brother. So what is Jonathan's Path? Then? So Jonathan's Path is a three-step system in order to um, help ease teens in foster help make the you know experience of foster care for teens a little bit easier. Because mm-hmm. um, it's really hard for teens to go like in the foster yeah. care system, right? Yes. And in the adoption system. Especially when it comes, you know, when for teen guys, I know for sure in, you know, I know for sure in like Williamson County, it is very hard for them to find homes. There are no, there aren't many foster homes in Williamson County to begin with, but then let alone that take in teens. I was going to say, is it because they're not willing to take in teenagers? They want to take in younger kids? Or is it just in general? It's just. Because I always said when I got older, I wanted to be a foster parent and I wanted to foster teens because teens never yeah. get fostered. Yes. And I will, I'm not, I haven't looked in a while or I haven't heard in a while, but I'm pretty sure my family is the only one that takes wow. teen boys in Williamson County. My wow. goodness. That's are awful, you, though. Are you the yes. only um, adoptive teen in your family? Um, your, have, have your adoptive parents taken in more? We've taken in more foster kids. I am the only adopted one. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that's so of, messed up. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I felt it's no, okay. It's okay I about start cussing. That's so messed no. up. <laughs> well, it's just there's a huge stigma around. You know, foster kids are delinquents that it's are taken. Because the fosters, I'm telling you, it's because the fosters exist. Exactly. I mean, you go into a movie and you see, you know. The bully is normally a kid that is in the foster care system mm-hmm. or they're adopted or something. Or like they have or they to don't emphasize have that the kid is from like a broken home or yeah. something. I think the media just has a really bad portrayal of foster kids. the foster care system. And I mean, although, I mean, I know I know Taylor and he's like one of the nicest like people I know. Mm-hmm. But kind of like. <laughs> this has just been like Taylor's compliment like, after compliment. Hey, like this is not normal. Hey, what is going what's on What's in here? your coffee? Hey, I <laughs> roast him like crazy, but I actually, Taylor, I genuinely do have so much respect for you. Yeah. Um, Am I dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like midnight. Okay. Bye. Okay. Sorry. Okay. This is, that was the last one you're going to get from me then. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> compliment but, count. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Snap back to reality. But what I, what I mean in general is like, is like I know a lot of like people who do come from a broken home do end up not being the best people. So it's right. just it's kind of inspiring, kind of the way that you have taken it and you've actually made yourself better from it. I think that's well, what. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, you're good. I, I I was gonna relate it back to our talk on the juvenile justice system too, because part exactly. of the things that we had said was like a lot of people that do come from these broken homes or like that have had really bad experiences in the foster care system. 
come from <laughs> sorry i that it's was okay. one of those things where i had to take a really deep breath um part of what we talked about last week was the juvenile justice system and how sometimes juveniles that come can come from broken homes or really like, have really bad experiences in the foster care system and that's well, kind of what starts them down this path of destruction there's no one to pull them out of it that is fair um and Sorry, what guys. is ever we're all so we're all sick like dying. we are dying but um, i just thought y'all should know count. my dogs are out right now <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> I, i'm wearing sandals i hope oh, y'all know Lord. i hope y'all watch this and see oh, i just like escaped that's the dogs. why you can see my knee on the camera <laughs> Because okay. my foot is up in the chair. Oh, my I Lord. I will grab a stick and poke you away. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Taylor, stop it. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to come Go back. back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just keep the dogs away. They're literally on this side. I'm scared. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, segue I'm back. I'm wearing sandals, too. That's why I was, I was wearing sandals. It's so easy to just kick off my sandals. Okay. Am I the only one that believes in covering the dogs? <laughs> Listen, you gotta let the dogs breathe. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We will. Uh, I have a that fresh later. pedicure. I don't want to hear it. Oh no, I don't have a fresh pedicure. I just was wearing sandals. Them dogs are today. gnarly, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell them over here. Okay, this is definitely for TikTok. <laughs> we can't keep this in, but put it in TikTok. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, Stop. as long as they're not on the table, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just did the same thing. I was, like, about it. I was like, how much effort would I be putting in to put my foot on the table? Oh my god! No, don't. Okay. Stop it. Going okay. back, we gotta. We so gotta going back, going. I want so. to add to y'all's comment on you know people or kids that come out of the foster care and you know lead lives of you know um, that normally get put in juvenile justice centers and stuff like that. Well. Um, the reason that, you know, sometimes that happens is because they, you come into the foster care system and, you know, even from my own personal experience, you go in scared. You don't know what's going to happen. And think, I think and thank my lucky stars every day that I had the team that I had who always fought for me because, you know, it's because of them that I am here. Mm -hmm. But um, when it, when teens, not, not a lot of teens have that. And so when you see teens that don't, because, and, you know, there's always, there's always two sides. There's always multiple sides to every story. Mm -hmm. So it's not just because, you know, everyone's going to give up on these kids, not fully, but the DCS workers themselves are overworked. I mean, oh, yeah, there's not enough DCS workers. No, I mean, and yes, and I get that. And, and they don't get paid enough. That's what I was about to add to. They don't. Government employees, you don't get paid well. I mean, they did just get cut a new, I'm pretty sure they got cut a new, um, allowance from the government but i'm not sure what it was but it was an increase mm -hmm. okay that's and good. they got some new employees uh, again i have to i'm not 100 percent on that information i will have to do some more research and get back with you guys okay. but at least they're getting like yeah. a small right something yeah and but yes that is those why people really just do it out of the kindness of their the goodness of their yeah. heart oh yeah i mean my own dcs worker she has a whole she just had a whole baby mm -hmm. and oh. She is still my DCS worker and say, has like do you many even other though kids. you're not a minor anymore do you stay in contact with your DCS worker? Yes, I am part of the extension of foster care because I aged out before gotcha. I was able to be adopted. See, that gotcha, gotcha, is something gotcha. that is not communicated in the fosters. No, it's <laughs> the fosters are like, oh, the second you hit eighteen, like you're out, you're done. You know what show you know what? that and is that communicated actually, in major crimes? But that's <laughs> actually you're actually right. Um, when kids, some kids, some teens in foster care turn eighteen, they 
can get kicked out of their houses. They oh. do get put on the streets. And that is, is that a thing. What Jonathan's path is for? Yes. To oh. keep them from being kicked out and going out of the or street. Or to give them yes. somewhere else to go. Yes. Okay, oh. so just gotcha. yes to everything. So Jonathan's I path. Like let me explain Jonathan's <laughs> path. Jonathan's guys, path follow Jonathan's path on Instagram. Yes, I will um, send these guys the Instagram stuff. And I will post, post it on it. Instagram. Please. Anyway, um, Jonathan's path is a three-step system. It is step one. As soon as t- we see teens get you know put into the foster care system, if a house doesn't immediately go, aha, baby, let me have you. You're going into my house. We will take them and we will, you know, give them a house to stay in for the first 30 days. That way these kids aren't, you know, put in homes because of a rap sheet they have, which is, by the way, guess who writes that sheet? Who gives the information for those sheets? The parents that they're getting away from. Mm. So they can write anything about them. I mean, mine personally made me look like a monster. I looked at that thing. I was like, dang. I mean, thanks for the story, I guess. (laughs) But, um, but... Yeah, these kids. Maybe some character. For sure, <laughs> definitely. I was like, I mean, I, I did go in just like shuddering in the corner, and they were like, well, he does have this on his sheet. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> but um, but anyway, no. W- so what Jonathan's Path will do, it'll put them in a house with other kids for around 30 days, and then we'll put them into the second system, the second step, which is, you know, permanent housing or like a stable housing until they can, you know, go into an adoptive home. But instead of, you know, DC, the way DCS does it is they find a foster home and they're like, aha, yeah, um, we're going to put you on the front porch and uh, see you later. Um, Wait, DCS does that? Yes. They just drop you off. They don't take you and into the home leave? and, like, inspect the home or anything? They do inspect. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to say, like, that is 100% yeah. knowledge. But, yes, it has been um, some of the things they do inspect the home. They do make sure, like, there is classes. You can't just sign up. Hey, I want to be a foster parent. So yeah, now I'm a foster parent. No, you do have to go through classes and training. And but for dropping off the kid. Oh yeah, no, they will drop the kid off and just be like, okay, the kid is here. No now. matter the age. Oh, I'm assuming like with like children, they don't do that. Like, do they do that with children? Like, ba- like, like if you're okay, like, under that was an 12? exaggeration. They don't like drop them okay. off on the porch. Okay. No, they. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm like Taylor. I was like, I get it for a teen. Like, I get it if you're like, like 16, 17. No, like no, they, they take you the in. I was they, like, yeah. Okay, let me walk you through what actually happens. So sorry to you're all talking you guys. to people no, that only know the we fosters. We know nothing. Jeez. We know. Oh, wow. We know Hollywood's interpretation of the foster care system. We normally do like we. I was gonna do research, but I was like, I think I'm just gonna let Taylor school me in this. Hollywood has officially failed us in this. Oh, oh, hundred percent. You're just now learning this. No, okay. I've known this. Okay, good. I've seen like them firing Henry Cavill for a second. What? Hollywood has failed us. Don't anyway. Started. We'll unpack (laughs) that off air. We will. Anyway, (laughs) that'll be for the TikTok. Yes, anyway, so just, it's just a picture. Everything. It's just a video of me and Taylor in the corner talking about Henry Cavill. Okay, keep going. Anyway, so <laughs> the way that happens is a, is a um, you know, your DCS worker will um, take you. They'll get there. They'll put you in their like state car, and they'll yeah, you know, DCS workers actually I get state cars. I did know cars. that. I did okay. know that. Because I they, did not. They, they also get state phones. State yes. phones. Oh. State well, state I employees usually get state cars and state phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, will drive you to the house. Okay. So yes, when they will take you in their state car and they will drive you to the house, they'll talk to the foster parent and they will, they'll tell you, 
they'll talk to the foster parent about, you know, this kid has these needs, this is their medicine, this is, you know, what they need, but then they have to get back to their own families or their other foster kids. So at that point, yeah, they kind of do just pull up, drop the kid off, and dip. Or they, like, walk out, they <coughs> drive away. That doesn't That doesn't right. sound right. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't, That's but you got to take, I mean, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but you have to think yeah. about. That's what we do here. Thanks. Yes. But you have to take into consideration all the other kids that they have. Well, I guess. I guess. And, the the, and, then, and then they also have their own families. Well, I get it. But at the same time, like, I think with something like that, like, I've heard mass amounts of, like, horrible foster care I've stories. Heard where, horror like, stories. Oh, yeah. Where, They're like, all out there. Yeah. And it's just, it's so upsetting because maybe if they were able to, what? Oh, my gosh. Y'all and your monsters. But but I'm saying like maybe if they were able to like if if they had enough workers and they and the DCS was able to like go in then maybe each of like them would have spend a smaller a day amount of you, yeah. they would be able to kind of like if they had less less I guess like less kids is what I'm talking about if they had less kids I feel like it would make them more able to like really hone in on the kid and know exactly what is going on. In but I also home. think people just don't want to work at dcs like that's hard that's taxing on people yes and instead of sorry i've meant to like cut in on y'all real quick but i just want to um i just want to say that yes you can actually there's something called a cost of volunteer which mine you know i'm talking about you and you know i love you um literally an angel sent from god what's a casa court appointed court appointed something volunteer like a service volunteer Something like that. Oh. Yeah. So they, mine, I know mine for sure, definitely has stuck with me for my entire career, ever since I started foster care. My entire career. (laughs) (laughs) My entire foster care career. (laughs) We're going on six years now. But um, anyway, I'm adopted now, so it kind of ended. But extended of foster care really puts that Mm -hmm. emphasis on it. But anyway... They go to court. They are a volunteer. They go to court with you. They, But you can really, like, mine really got to know me. Mine has always been my advocate for anything. So they're, like, your bestie while you're in the foster care system. Oh, for sure. Gotcha. Well, some ah. of them. I've yeah. I've known a few of you that don't really do anything. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. I'm you know who to, I'm talking about. So they're, like... An extension of DCS of your DCS off agent officers. Well, they're they're vo- they are volunteers. volunteers. They, they are full on but, volunteers. But yeah, but I mean, like their duties are like an ext- like they're there to like check on you and make sure that you're good and everything. Yes, Aww. they are your advocate. Interesting. So, so what I'm hearing is that court appointed specialist advocate. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I love okay. that they're called Casa because Casa's ha- Casa's house in Spanish, and then it <laughs> makes me think of like house volunteer, and you're like watching over the kid that's in the foster care. <laughs> Well, part of me, my next question now is like, so you're, you're 18 or 19? I'm 18. 18? <gasps> you're a so baby. I'm 18. I turned 20 this year. I'm oh my God, you old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now just I'm, kidding. I'm just kind of okay, wondering I know now, I'm old. even though you're 18 and you're in this extended program, how long is this? Like, is it going to be till like you're 21 or is this just kind of like a forever? It's until thing? I'm 21 to 25. Okay. Is the extended foster care? Yes. Interesting, oh. but you so you're officially adopted now, though. Yes, I I am an adopted adult because I got that. But that does happen. I've yes. heard of that. So yeah. and um, the reason that is, 
lots of people can be adopted when they turn 18 or people can be adopted, you know, while they're in the foster care system. You don't have to be adopted after 18. Okay. That just oh. happened. Well, congratulations. I know Thank you're you. very happy about oh, that. Oh, yes. That's no. like a recent adoption too, yeah. right? Yes. Like that within the past in, couple of years. Yes. That happened um, in November last year. Yeah. How long were you with your foster family before they adopted you? I want to say two years. Yes. Oh, I They've love that. Do you? Um, I'm just kind of wondering. Do you have any contact with your biological family anymore? <laughs> are you allowed? No. Are you allowed to have contact with your biological family anymore? Yes. Okay. I am. They're not allowed to. Con- well, you're allowed to contact them, but they're not allowed to contact you. Yes, something like that. Gotcha. Have well, bio- <laughs> biological. Okay, so just to you know clear it up a little bit, um, I you're, do you're have a. Biological mother, biological father, stepfather, stepmother. Mm-hmm. Stepfather, no contact. Stepmother, no contact. She's in jail. They're both in jail, actually. And then, um, but bio mother, I have, I can contact her anytime I want to. I just don't want to. That's fair. And then I've got, because I already have a mama that's way better than her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, your mom is uh, pretty cool. I've never my met mama your mom. I haven't either, but I just know, he just talks what about her What I'm hearing so is like, our I parents need to get together. Honestly, let's they do should. a, have a like sit down. parents hang out. We should have a parents podcast. Oh my God. That, no. <laughs> no. My mom does not need to be on a parents podcast. I wouldn't understand either. mama. Like, <laughs> I, I love, love my mama. I love my mama, but like she does not need oh. Yeah, yeah, she does not need to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's life was a podcast. <laughs> my mom, my mom's is too. I could tell some horror stories. Oh, yours are horror stories. Mine well, are love d- stories. Well, no, 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 not about like my life my with her. I love my mom. My people yeah. love my mom. Oh, I, I can tell horror stories that like she has told me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. dang. That's about crazy. her life because her oh, life same. is a podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, my mama all the way too. My mom is a hero. I, uh, my family used to say we could put the fun in dysfunctional, and if we ever had a reality TV show, it would be called dysfunctional. I <laughs> my love God. that. that so my family, we've always said like every Egyptian household needs to have a camera crew. Oh, hundred percent. Uh-huh. Like, every any every immigrant, any immigrant household. household, any like especially Middle Easterns because we're just so dramatic. <laughs> that's awesome. Like even if no one's listening, we are just dramatic. No, that's fair. All my, my Middle Eastern Egyptian friends listening. Y'all know it's true as much as you want to like. Uh, as deny much as you try it. to hide it, we all dramatic, we all crazy. <laughs> Especially Clara. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I finally bullied you back. Let's go. Rude. <laughs> okay. Well, so is there anything else that anything else you, you want to like add, Taylor? Yeah. Um, I just want to discuss that you know Jonathan's Path is a nonprofit looking to help teens in foster care, guys and girls. I did not talk about the third step to f- the Jonathan's path. What's the Sorry. third step? So the third step would be... Um, I you thought know, you did, getting no, 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 them into... No, no. So the first step is in, you know, when they enter the homes, mm-hmm. or when they yeah. enter foster care. Mm-hmm. The second is when you're in the middle. The third step is when you age out. Oh. Okay. Because you know we touched on earlier about you know sometimes you know kids, when they turn 18, they fall through the cracks, and they can you know end up homeless. Yes. Which, go to Jonathan's path. Jonathan's path dot com i believe um we will we will link it yeah and i'll put it up on the instagram next to the post where we announced that yeah. we're that we're recording the second session yes yeah but um go there and there's a lot of statistics on what happens to actual teens in foster care mm. um mama mama gerard did a bunch of research mm. okay okay but so, so the third step is 
the exit. So instead of, you know, just like, aha, be free, go find everything out on your own. We actually, <laughs> we help them, you know, because DCS is supposed to do, you know, they give you a packet of paper that's like, can you do these things? Mm. We will help them, you know, ha- how to set up a resume, how to, you know, balance a checkbook. And not lie on them. And not lie <laughs> on them. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Anyway, um, but, you know, help them, you know, buy it, you know, learn how to finance a house and stuff like that. And we even will have, you know, houses. Part of Jonathan's path is, you know, we provide housing for them and stuff. Define provide housing. Yeah. So we will. We are actually working homes? with, yes, we are working to either buy or build homes. Should build and tiny like, homes. That was actually one of the things we considered. I, 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 I actually asked you before, I think I've that. asked you before if y'all would ever maybe partner with like Habitat for Humanity or something. Because I know also with Habitat for Humanity, I know that they I make you Habit- take. I thought Habitat for Humanity was animals. No. That's, it's for it's for people that who. That says humanity. It's it. for people who can't um, who can't afford a home. What they do instead, I'm so dumb. Is okay. They, it's okay. They they make um, Habitat for Humanity. What they do instead is I've done a couple builds. They're super fun. If you guys ever want to do one, but what they'll do is they um, you have they make you work on the house with them. Oh, got you. You got have you. to log a certain number of hours building this home. I understand. And then they also they make you take My classes. They make you take classes on how to like balance a checkbook, do financial accounting classes, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then it's not like a hundred percent free. You mm-hmm. end up you just pay them back no interest. Got you, but okay. like over time. I understand. It's super. It's I think it's like I love Habitat for Humanity. I I, do, I go to the build sometimes, and they're really 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 inspiring. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if like, because like I know you also said you want to teach them how to like balance a checkbook, do stuff right. like that. So I'm wondering if like. There's w- like some correlation there that y'all There would do. be correlate. I feel like there would be correlation there. I would need to talk with our team about that and yeah. see what they think. How big is Jonathan's pa- path? It's pretty big. Can I join? We uh, <laughs> can you join? <laughs> yes, actually, we are actually yes. Um, part of the you know going to Jonathan's path dot um the dot going com. to Jonathan's path dot com. You will actually there is a volunteers thing where it shows you how you can get involved. Mm-hmm. And I very much encourage that you do, whether it, you know, you volunteer as someone to stay in the house with the kids or someone to help drive kids or teens. I don't know why I'm calling them kids, but teens back and forth from like therapy and stuff, anything. And if you don't want to volunteer your time, you could also donate money, but um, anything helps at this point. So just kind of to wrap it up. Thank you, Taylor, for coming and telling us a little bit about your story and kind of discussing um, foster care and Jonathan's path and and everything. (coughs) So if anyone is interested in Jonathan's path, we're going to post it on Instagram, probably like right after we record this. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Maybe right. Yeah. I was going to say my Instagram. Can you all put it on there as well? So you you guys can just contact me if you have any questions. Of course. So everyone, thank you for listening to Pretty Legal Nonsense. And that's a wrap.